what's up my greats hope everybody's good hope everybody's chasing their goals and all that good stuff welcome to another episode of the manny d rosa podcast i am obviously manny d rosa um and today i was i heard somebody talking the other day about um temptations and i wanted to touch on that today i was looking at the difference between internal temptations and external temptations now internal temptations internal temptations arise from within oneself often originating from personal desires personal inclinations or internal struggles um, usually involves the conflict between your own thoughts your emotions your desires that may lead to temptation internal temptations can be influenced by factors such as personal weaknesses craving ego, inner conflicts. And in the context of faith, internal temptation may involve the struggle between your beliefs, values, and the temptations that arise from within. Okay. As far as external temptation, external temptation, on the other hand, comes from outside influences or sources that surround you. It involves external factors that entice or provoke you into engaging in actions or behaviors that go against your beliefs or values. External temptations can manifest through actions, words, behaviors of other people, of social pressures, societal pressures, or environmental factors, different environmental factors. Now, in the context of faith, external temptations might include situations or individuals that challenge or test your commitment to your religious or spiritual beliefs. Now, you have to know this, though. It's important to note that the distinction between internal and external temptations is not always clear-cut. They can always influence each other. You understand? So, for example, internal struggles and desires can be exacerbated or triggered by external factors, right? While external temptations can amplify or exploit existing internal vulnerabilities. Got it? So, there's three types of internal temptations from three different places inside of us. We have three different internal enemies. is temptations of the world, the flesh, and the devil. Now, I wanted to break those three down real quick. Um, temptations of the world. Uh, number one, the world tempts us in our ambitions. If your ambitions are based around how you want other people to view you, that's so dangerous. It's dangerous to have a need, a need for people to believe something about you. If you know who you are and you know God knows who you are, then what other people think should be of no consequences. Zero. None. You just have to own your identity your realistic, the real, your real identity and be comfortable with who you see in the mirror, period. You don't have to prove anything to anybody. You don't have to put on a show for anybody. You don't have to portray a false image about yourself. Number two, the flesh. The flesh tempts us in our appetite. Anything we do that satisfies the flesh, whether it's anger, food, alcohol, drugs, sex, porn, anything that we, when we feed it, it satisfies the flesh temporarily. Number three, the devil. The devil tempts us in our attitudes. There are a bunch of temptations um, regarding the devil, but the primary temptation is the temptation of pride. This is the one I like to focus on a lot. Okay, let me give you an example. My primary three gifts from God, right? My, my whole business is based around my three gifts. Writing, 
I've always been a writer. I've always, since age 12, I've written lyrics. I wrote my first lyrics at age 12 and spent years writing lyrics after that. I've written articles. I have a few articles published on medium.com. I've written scripts. Um, I've written, I'm in the middle of writing a book right now. Um, So writing has always been, if you're not sure what your gifts are, it's something that you do naturally that it doesn't come easy, as easy to other people as it does you. So I'm, I'm totally believe that my writing is a gift from God. Never took a writing class. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It's just something that comes natural to me that I enjoy. I love to do my writing. Another thing is my music production. I've been producing music since 1988 bought my first drum machine in 1988 and it's always been something never took uh any piano lessons never took any classes on music theory but you wouldn't know it by looking at my music it's just something that was a gift from god that's another one um right now my i love shooting and editing film whether I'm shooting and editing for content, uh, you know, creating content, whether I'm shooting and editing a vlog, whether I'm doing a short film, whether I'm... I love shooting and editing. That creative thing, it just comes natural to me and I love to do it. Now, have I spent my 10,000 hours in these three facets, you know, to sharpen those skills, of course, but I know that those are gifts from God, right? So you can't be proud when we're talking about pride, the temptation of pride. I can't be proud of speaking about me. I can't be proud of the things I've done to build my business because I have to understand these abilities are a gift and I can never put my work above his work, above God work. If he didn't do his work in me, I wouldn't be able to do my work in my business. So I can't take pride in what I do in my work. You understand? I'm just utilizing the gifts that he's given me and um, I'm trying to be a ruler in my assignment. You understand? I'm trying to rule over my assignment. So we have to be cognizant of the different temptations around us. Even Jesus Christ was approached with temptation. Uh, if you read the book of Matthew or read the book, book of Luke, um, he was tempted with all three, um, the, the world, the flesh, and the devil. He heard, you say you're God, then jump off the pinnacle of the temple. And, and if you don't die, then we'll believe you are the Messiah. And they tried to tempt him with the devil. He heard, uh, turn these stones into bread. You all know the story, temptation of the flesh. He heard, bow down and worship me, and I'll give you all the kingdoms of the world. Temptation of the world. (laughs) He was tempted with all three. Christ was not interested at all in proving he is the Messiah to anyone. You understand? So in our businesses, we see it a lot. We have this need to prove that we're the man or the woman, that we're a CEO, that we're a boss. How about worry about being a good human being first? How about that? I see it all the time, especially since the inception of social media. We feel the need to fake it till we make it because we're trying to prove to someone that we're more successful than we really are. I knew somebody personally that was more consumed with his image online than actually being consistent in doing the work that would move the needle in his business. Even if he would get a good idea in his business that would help his business, he would never be consistent enough in implementing and executing that 
that idea because he was more driven by how he looked online to make it look like he was more successful than he actually was. Also thinking about years ago, I came across this group of guys who, and then, you know, after I got to know them, I realized that there is a group of guys, it was five or six of them that grew up in the same neighborhood in the Bronx, know each other. They're all from the same block, same neighborhood, and they, they've been friends since they were little kids. And all of a sudden, at one point, when they grew up to be adults, they gave themselves a name and acted like that was the name of their business, like they owned the business. And then the one guy who was like the leader, like, you know, he's the one that garnered more respect. The group of guys respected this guy. So he was the leader of the group and he would call himself and they would call him the CEO of the group. <laughs> you know, like it's, they knew nothing about building a business, conducting business, um, structuring a business. No LLC was filed. No, like it's just a name that they had that they were known by in the neighborhood. And they try to act like they own and ran this business which they didn't. So they were more consumed with the image, you know, and then they try to do business with me. And at the time, my business was B2B as well as B2C. Um, if you don't know what that is, B2B is when you have a business that caters to other businesses. B2C is when you have a business that caters to customers. So like, say, for example, if I'm a manufacturer of, let's say, TVs and I manufacture the TVs and I sell them to a wholesale, I'm one business doing business with another business. The wholesaler then sells those TVs to a retailer that also is B2B, that's business to business. Then the wholesaler has retail stores and they sell to the customers. So that their business is B2C. All right, got it. Just wanted to explain that for those of you who didn't know. So these guys were trying to talk to me about doing business with me, but then it's like, yo, but you're not an actual business. Like if I write, if I send an invoice, if I write a check with this name that you're giving me of your so-called company, if I write a check, you wouldn't be able to cast the check because you don't have a business bank account. You didn't set up an LLC. You didn't take the LLC IEN number into the bank and open up a business bank account. So how am I going to write your business a check? You know what I'm saying? So they were more consumed. They spent more time acting like they were a business when they weren't a business. Even when he would send me emails, it would say his name, the name of the so-called company, and it would say CEO. And I'm like, dude, you don't even know the first thing about running a business. You're definitely not the CEO of a corporation. Like, please stop. We need to stop this. <laughs> stop this madness. This has got to be a form of bondage when you're consumed with what the next man thinks of you. That's it's ridiculous. You are not free. You are not free. You are not free. You are not free till you have nothing to prove, nothing to lose, nothing to gain, and nothing to hide. Please understand that. Philippians chapter 2, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Christ knew who he was. He didn't care about putting on a show for anybody. How are we going to know where we are in the growth of our business or in our personal growth if we're spending so much time faking the funk? Let's keep it real, people, and focus on the things that matter. Focus on the things that count. Focus on the things that is going to promote your personal growth. Focus on the things that will move the needle and push your business forward. Let's stop trying to impress people who don't really care about us. And I think I'll leave it right there. And as always in parting, dare to be great people. Peace.